morning, gents. I think this is the this is the earliest we've ever done a boot room mate. podcast. Jim, you you, you look uh, cold there, mate. It's is it frosty mate, in your freezing. cabin? <laughs> in the old cabin, it is three and a half degrees, lad. Okay, it's not too bad. It's better than yesterday. It was in the minuses yesterday, was it? It was. Yeah, my when you come out in the morning, it's like minus one. I need to get see, a log burning. See, here. Jamie, you said he looks cold. I was, I was thinking more. He looks fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, that was the route I was going to go down. Mate. Was... I've, I've known Jimmy for years, so this is tame compared to some. Of the yeah, stuff I was going to go. Right? I was going to go some mad, some mad hat. To be fair, I just haven't had a shower yet. All the kids are fucking ill. Everything's going on at home, so I've just not had a shower. I've not done my hair, so I just stuck a hat on. I'll tell you what, there's stuff going around at the moment. What's wrong with yours, Jim? Just all full of cold and oh, we've all I had COVID four weeks ago, right? Kept that quiet. Yeah. I, well, yeah, don't don't need to tell anyone now, it doesn't exist. Um it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and I've not stopped coughing since like like I've been smoking 40 a day and I've got lung cancer. It's horrendous. And then all the kids, to be fair, my eldest is feeling he's just Started to stop coughing, like, but did he have it as well? Yeah, not COVID. No one else has had COVID. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they just had coughs and shits. Kids, aren't they? And wife's a teacher, so she's in school. Looking, everyone else is in school, bringing all the germs home, and I'm here in the in my wood cabin, isolated, getting germs off. Everybody. I don't go out anywhere. God knows how I got COVID. <laughs> just stay in the cabin, lad. Stay I, mate, I don't. I literally. I, that's. This is the fourth time I've had, or third or fourth time, but I don't go anywhere. I literally go nowhere. Touch wood, I haven't had COVID yet. Tank, you've gone through the mill, mate. Uh, you were, you've been filling yeah. us in. It's a rough time. How's, how's little Frankie? Is he is he on he's the mend? Up. He's only, to be honest, lad, he's only just got out of bed about quarter nine, ten to nine. So he's sleeping, but I've, I must be honest with you, like for fucking two days, I was like petrified. Like, there's, I'm not exaggerating how, how sick he was. Um, how did it start? Because you were saying to me he had a high temperature and then it kind of went down from there. Yeah, well, downhill from there. He's constantly sick. He's constantly sick. I think it, and every time he's, he's, he suffers with his asthma, when he tries to play or run about, but his asthma starts, he coughs, he vomits, he constantly gets cold, picks up. Like he's in school a week, he's off school a week. And similar to Jimmy, my uh, my missus works in the school, she's like a well, like a black teacher, I don't know what the words for them are. <laughs> like a black teacher, yeah, and, uh, teacher's assistant, a TA. So They're black, all black, black teachers. Yeah. So she, picks, so obviously she picks up bits and bats. But Frankie, this week, mate, it's been the fucking the last three days. I'm not, I'm no exaggeration, being the, the fucking so difficult son too. She's been wrecking me, missus, like sobbing nonstop because you, the kid looked like he was on death's door. His temperature at 42 at once, 43 at one stage. Uh, you could, he wanted you to pick him up to cuddle him, but you couldn't pick him up because he was that sore. And yeah. it was just the fucking nightmares. But thank fuck, the last uh, t- today is the best he's looked for a while. So, uh, what was it? It was the it's strep, eh? Was it? Well, we took him last week and he had an ear infection and then he had a scarlet fever, he had a throat infection, and then he what was getting more symptoms. I don't know what that is. What is it? Do you know what it was, Jim? I had, uh, that, at your... I really oh, I had that at your wedding, but nah, I just nah, plowed nah, through because I'm a good, had good friend. You had, <laughs> had scarlet lipstick around your dick is what you had. <laughs> so we had that, and then he got fucking... It was getting worse. He had rashes and all kinds of spots on his tonsils, so we took him the day thing. And do you know what I will say as well? It's like the, the hospitals were fucking absolutely chaotic, like really? totally chaotic. And the doctor said... 
the worst thing what's happening, he said, is this, the, our media is absolutely killing the NHS. He said, because they're this, this scaremongering. He said, we've got kids in. He said, you've just got a common cold and the sniffles because they're reading the papers about Scarlet at this uh, strep A. Everyone's just flooding the hospital. He says, like, I'm turning kids away, just going, she's fine, he's fine. They've got a common cold. Okay, you don't have to come in. He said, but then, like, it's delaying kids like Frank, who's generally got this uh, strep A badly. He says, he can't get seen to for days. To be fair, as a parent, though, and when you're seeing people die, you're like, oh, no, 15 Give kids me. die, mate, yeah. I'm going to Aussie, no of matter course you I think are, he's got it. saying about the media. shit, but... Yeah. Yeah, so, anyway, he's all, fingers crossed, he's out of it now. And you're, you're all right in yourself, mate, because it's, it's nothing worse as the dad of the family where all shit's hitting Killing the fan because Millie got yeah. it as well. And you, you yeah, know Millie's, mean? In, Millie's in bed. Millie's terrible, but she's, you know, it sounds hard to say, doesn't it? She's 21, she's fit as fuck, she's cool. <laughs> you buddy, but not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she needs a cuddle for, uh, tank. Give me a shout, lad. Oh, Jesus, keep wrong, him away. Mate. Keep him <laughs> away. He likes ugly fellas. So with all that that's going on, lads, uh, there's been... Football. Uh, we haven't didn't catch up last week, obviously, because because uh, there was there was lots going on. Don't blame me. Do not blame me. You said you couldn't do. Do not you... blame me. I was free. But he didn't he tell us free. you were free. He was not I was free. free. Was he? I'm free. I'm always I'm free. But you didn't tell us that. I did. Did Don't he? Tell? He said he couldn't do it on the Monday. Did he? I said I could do it. Go back and look at the stats now and say he was. Yeah, that, that's the thing with you, though, Jim. You're like, yeah, I could do Monday, but I could do it between 12.15 and 12.37. And it's fucking tough to get it in. Anyway, we're here now. England uh, England are out. Um, I don't know about you, look, I, I say this all the time. There's, there's, there's Liverpool fans who have a weird relationship with England. Um, I did want them to do well. It's all, I, I do gravitate towards a lot of the players. I like this group of players. Uh, you know, there's a good core group there. I'm not the biggest Southgate fan, but ultimately, you know, I still wanted for a number of those players them to them to do well. Um, but it all became a little bit predictable for me. And I've, I've gotten a little bit of back and forth with people on Twitter in, in the response to the results. Um, first things first, Tank, were you surprised by the result? What did you make of the France game? No, I wasn't surprised by the result at all. You know, he's an absolute flop. He is one of the worst managers for me around he's got a group of players there what for me should have won the euros but he shit his pants and i'm looking at the world cup i was progressing now and we should have won that world cup if we'd have had a pep guardiola or a jürgen klopp in charge or even a potichino if we'd have had one of them in charge england win this world cup at a canter i just think he's the biggest bluffer we've ever come across in our lives He's got this obsession with Mason Mount, who has no effect on games, yet we've got the most influential midfield player in the Premier League this season by a country mile who's not played a single minute. If you're looking to get a goal and make an impact, why do you bring Mason Mount on? He's having a terrible season for Chelsea. But you've got James Madison, who's played 12 games, six goals and about 42 assists. And he doesn't even get warmed up. He's just sat on the bench doing nothing. He's the biggest bluffer. And... If he stays on as England manager, I'll never watch them again because we've got a core group of players here who are supremely talented, attacking-wise. And he just, for me, still strangles them. It, it's funny, isn't it, Jim? Because there's been I've noticed there's been so much... Loads of narratives coming out off the back of this. And there seems yeah. to be this kind of like protective circle forming yeah. in the media around Southgate. And they nearly turned their nose up 
at people having an opinion that England yeah. deserve better. Where do, where do you sit on, on, on this scale? So I'm not a Southgate fan in any way, stretch or form. I'm not, I'm not saying that he should be manager. The question I ask myself is that would any other manager have picked any other team? So the team he's picked is a good team, right? And he went to the formation that everyone's been calling out for. Um, so a little bit of this for me is on the players. Okay, look, we gave it a good go against France. Now, I think Madison was picked because he didn't want the, media, the negative press. The media, yeah, yeah. didn't I want the negative press. I don't think he was Does fit. That not sum him up, though, Jimmy. Does that not sum him up as a man, as a manager? And so, you just said, you've just said something. Then he went to the formation because the clamour for it. Yeah, have a set so of I get that. Go, Fuck you. This is my formation. I don't want Madison and. You know, no. own it. I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. But again, my point is, well, however he's, he's got to that solution, he's got there, okay? So he's got the same players that most nine out of ten people would pick. Um, the thing I struggle with Southgate is his substitutions. How he fucking brings Mason Mount on. The first thing Mason Mount does is shoot from 30 yards out and he goes out the stadium. I'm thinking, fuck me. Rashford... Grealish must be absolutely kicking themselves. Grealish came on 90 plus 8. Like, <laughs> Go on, Jack. Do something for us. Literally runs on the pitch and the whistle goes. That's my issue with Southgate is his substitution. I don't think he's tactically aware enough in-game. I think before games, getting a bunch of group of players together, you know, getting them cohesive, I think he's great at in-game tactics and knowing when to uh, pull the trigger, I think he's really tactically naive on. So I'm 50-50. I think, I think anyone comes in, you're not getting much better from a starting point of view. Let's be right. We were the better team. I thought we were the better team. We had better chances. Um, we kept Mbappe quiet. We had opportunities to score. I just thought we looked a little bit nervous from our, having, you know, Saka was just a little bit holding back by looks of things to me. I'd love to see him just drive at players like Mbappe does, throw a step over and just do some mad stuff. So I'm 50-50, mate, to be honest with you. I think if he was better in game, he'd be he'd be he'd be a decent manager, but he just isn't. So I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because I don't I'm not a Southgate fan at all. Um, but before I give my two pence worth, because it's been interesting getting the sentiments on social media because you know there's a lot that seems to be said around well, his win percentage, he's he's got the highest win percentage of any manager, or you know, he's he's got the best record in major tournaments. The one, and that that is all true, but there has to be some context of we play against the dog and duck most of the time. Let's get this right. We have been given some of the best draws you could ever wish to have in major tournaments. And ultimately, for me, and I agree with you, Jim, I actually, if you're looking for the positives here, I thought it was the best I've seen England play against a big side. I thought we were the better side. I thought, Tank, you said it in the WhatsApp group. You were like, yeah, but France, France will pick us off here on the break. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just proven, proven winners. But I did think we, 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 we showed up. We were brave. The biggest thing for me, and I think Jimmy's absolutely spot on, we had them up against, backs against the wall, and there was the time there to go in for the kill. And I think Jimmy's absolutely right. I don't think he is tactically astute and brave enough to roll the dice at that point. So is there a question where 
okay, Tank, I, I think it's fair that he has created the dynamic around this group where they all like each other. They're bought into what he's selling for whatever reason. Um, he's a he's a good uh, ambassador for England. The media seem to like him. So it gets rid of all the noise. Is there an argument for him to bring in top coaches alongside him? So, for example, you look at Jurgen Klopp and maybe Pep Linders, for example. Uh, Pep Linders is meant to be the, ta uh, the, the tactician behind the scenes and Jurgen Klopp is the man-manager. Is there an argument to maybe improve, change, tweak, freshen up his, his coaching staff and him stay on? Or do you think it has to be fresh start for a role, new manager in the door? I just think, he, uh, Jamie, I don't, I don't get the clamour from him. I just, I don't think he's any good. I don't think he's any good at all. I mean, I'm going back to to the squad when he first picked the squad. So we're two one down against France with ten. Say with with the injury time, which is crazy. This World Cup, there's 15, 20 minutes to go, and we're two one down. Why aren't we? Why aren't we throwing caution to the wind? Why is like an Ivan Tony not in the squad? Who's going to cause fucking chaos? You know, we got Conor Gallagher, who was the way, biggest waste of time to go to the World Cup. Ivan Tony should have been so. If you're two one down, you throw Ivan Tony on, you throw Callum Wilson on up front with Harry Kane, and you try and salvage something. France aren't great at the back. That Upa look, look at the way the Netherlands approached the Argentine the Argentina game. They look just at went them, exactly, yeah. exactly. Argentina. The big men up front. Go back to football <laughs> in the eighties. You know, but that was the thing. That it was the shock the factor. It just totally, totally it changed the game. You know, you know, a nightmare. Run. A nightmare. And then you've got the. Um, the lads from Burnley, they, they just couldn't handle at all. But Southgate, you know, he brings Mount on, who's not going to score you a goal, wow. and he brings Grealish on at the last minute. For me as well, with Grealish, I don't think Grealish offers anything. What Grealish does, for, in my opinion, I think this is why he doesn't play for Man City, is he slows every game he's involved down because he gets the ball, he dribbles, he gets fouled, the game stops. And I think that's a major, major stumble of why he doesn't play for Man City. Man City are like quick, fast approach play, and he gets it, dribbles, fouled, game stops. I to be think fair, though, Tony, we've, Callum Wilson attacked them, bang. We've looked dangerous off free kicks. I think that could have been a, a tactic for me. And this is where we came, we came when he came on. He, yes, he draws loads of fouls. That's not his fault that he gets fouled. Like, he can try and stay on your feet. But as a player, you know, when you're getting fouled, you, you can't help but go down. So we get them free kicks and we whip them in the ball and into the box. Could that not have, you know, that could have been an option for me. I just don't think he trusts himself. Southgate's thinking, oh, we're slightly on top. We might get a goal. That's what he's thinking. And these players are the ones, instead of going, we're slightly on top, we're going to throw Rashford on, we're going to throw Grealish on, we're going to th throw, you know, Callum Wilson on and just go at them. Because I'm losing anyway. I'm but losing anyway. I'm going out. If, he's, if, that's a, if that's a thought process about getting free kicks in and around the box with Grealish, why bring him on in the 97th minute? No, I know. I'm not saying that was... I'm saying that could have been. No, it, I get, or it I get should that. have been. I get it. And I agree with you. But then why give him 30 seconds to win a free kick? Exactly. Oh, I just I'm think he's... Uh, me, lads, honestly, being brutally honest, I think he's an absolute... <laughs> he's useless. And I guarantee you now, he would not get a Premier League top job as long as he's got it all in his ass. So there's, so there's something that started to bubble up now on, on social media today, I suppose, around potential. Uh, if he is to go, Right, potential replacements. And Jamie Carragher poked the hornet's nest this morning by saying he must have just woke up and thought, how can, how can I rile people up? He basically said the England manager should always be, be English. English. Um, 
you know, predictably so people were getting offended by this. I think he was quoted as calling him xenophobic. People, you know, people are just looking for reasons to be offended these days. But Jim, where do you sit on this? Because I'll be honest, I wouldn't be against foreign uh, managers coming in if they were up to the job. But I do also think there is a line in this where I think, I think I, I can't remember the journal. It might have been uh, Oliver Kay who come out and said that, getting a foreign coach for a national team is like cheating in a way. And I kind of know what he means in that should yeah. it not be the best of the best coaches and managers from within your country? I do think there's some truth in that. Where where do you see that one? My first preference would be an English manager. Of course it would. Why wouldn't it be? You know, it, they, they're a native of the country. Um, they, they um, you know, they're, they're doing... They know the ins and outs of the of the working system because you know nine times out of ten they've been they've been a manager within within that league, um, but the question is who's out there? Um, so if if you're looking at them them options and then and then it goes outside of that, then fine, I'm fine with that. If you've explored every other option, now for me. The only decent option for me, from an England point of view, is Eddie Howe. That's the only decent option. I don't think Gerrard's up there yet. I don't think Lampard's up there. Graham is Lampard Potter, even maybe. in the discussion? Yeah. Lampard and Gerrard are the same odds, I think. Oh, he can't be. Graham Potter, maybe. Graham Potter, I would I would certainly mm. have a look at. But his tactics are the same as uh, Southgate. So we're back in a catch-22 situation. Um, so that's the only thing for me. It's got to be English. Look at English first, but if there's nothing there, which there isn't, I don't. Eddie Howe will be mad to give up the Newcastle job now because he ain't getting another job like that in any time soon. Um, you got to look elsewhere. What do you think, Tank? Is looking at if we are going to go English first, I think Jim, Jim makes some good points there. You're probably leading towards Eddie Howe is doing an unbelievable job at Newcastle, but he's got a sweet there. He's not going to want to disrupt. Oh, that. If he leaves that job, I'll oh, slap he's him mad. Himself. You know, it's like the dream job. You know, it's uh, unlimited funds. Ex, you know, expectation of fans is is at a nice level. It's not you know blowing through um, blowing through the roof or anything. So he's got time to build full support, big club, big fan base, dream job. Who else is there? Yeah, Graham Potter. He's not going to move so soon after going to Chelsea. Could Southgate get away know. with this? Could Could you think that Southgate maybe get away with this because there isn't that many English managers available? I'm going to throw one at you now. Um, Don't say me. It. He's going to say Sean Dyche. He's going to say Sean I'm not going to say Sean Dyche. No, <laughs> and you's, this is just totally fucking Sean Dyche. I'm boozing you. It's totally from far out. I'm going to throw the Canada manager at you. Oh, you're big into Canada. You're mad for Canada. So mate, mate. Not, did you not watch Canada and think, fuck me, they're unbelievable to watch. But they also lost they all three games. Okay, <laughs> the first he took them from basically never even qualifying for the fucking dog and duck competition. And he's took them to a World Cup. And let's get it right. Yeah, they lost three games. They're a small country where football's only just starting to get developed. They should have won at least two of them games. And they have got fucking nowhere near the level of players as what England has got at their disposal. If he come in and he coached the England players, what we've got available to the way Canada played, I would sit and pay to watch England every single time he fucking played because it's fucking, it's exciting. They're interchanging, it's pace, it's power, it's aggressive attacking football. And it's basically 
win and win only. And that I think what I think with the talent what we've got at disposal, I'd love someone like him. He'll never get the job What's as his long. Name? Never. Hardman. <laughs> Well done, Jim. You only, got, sure a, you only got a level two coaching. He can't, he's not allowed in England. <laughs> Mate, I'm telling you now, I would love to get him. You're not going to get him because in the FA, everything's got to be done by buck ticking with them clowns. But I'm not asked who gets the job, whether they're English, fucking whatever they are, an alien, as long as it's Southgate <laughs> and they use the talent that we've got to our disposal. For me, this is this is key. The next couple of years is key because we have got a group of players. Is What's it? better now than the golden generation, in my opinion? Yeah, I, I think you you look at it, you're looking at it there as a team. As a team, I, the I, team. I do agree. Yeah, attack on wise, attack on wise, midfield and attack. There is no, there's no better time to be an Eng, to to you know to be an England manager to select what you've got available. Yeah, and and you've got to look at the age of some of the lads. That's, you yeah, know what I mean? That's the say. that's Coming the key to the thing. Prime in the next. Yeah, one. a lot of a lot of them aren't going to be going anytime soon. So two things I want to touch on uh, just on England because you said their tank, right? Is there an element for you? Is it just entertain at all costs? And they'll give some context to the question because one of the names that's being bandied about is Jose Mourinho, right? And one of the things you could argue, I think I seen, uh, I think it was Claude Makélélé yesterday talking about the pragmatism of France. So France are experienced winners, so they know how to win games when they're not at their best, right? So that is maybe an element of not the dark art, but knowing how to see games out, not playing the prettiest. You know, the, the think of the Manchester United teams over the years. They just ground out ways to win. City have mastered the art of it. Liverpool, in their uh, uh, fantastic season, um, found, I suppose, that, that path of, yeah, Liverpool haven't been great today, but they won 1-0. If you bring in the likes of a Jose Mourinho, who is arguably a proven winner, that would probably come at, at the cost of the entertainment side. So what is it for you, Tank? Is it entertain at all costs? Or would you be happy for a manager, proven winner to come in the door? But that might mean playing the ugly way and seeing games out. Jamie, I, I, I think top managers should be able to fucking entertain and be organised. Mm. I think a manager should come in and say, right, there's me back five with the goalkeeper. I've got a back four and me goalkeeper. Your role is to make sure that we're compact and tight and then be expansive within a talent. set shape, basically. Yeah, you, you know, I don't see why a top manager can't be organized and entertained. You know, it that's what Pep does, that's what that's what Klopp does. You know, Liverpool, when they were fucking all conquering, I think they had the best uh, defensive record in Europe at that stage. So it's not like as if we're asking the impossible. But when you've got players like Foden, you've got Saka, you've got Bellingham, you've got Rice. Kane, you know, it's endless. The list, Madison, uh, Grealish, when he's on it, you know, that's that's a serious amount of talent you've got. You've got players off the bench who can have huge impacts. I just think that, you know, let's let's get it right. Getting to a quarter-final of the World Cup, it's a systematic failure for me, especially with the group what we had and who we faced. You know, we, we faced can't. the grand side who's got three world, and I'm including Popper in this because Popper is world-class for France when he plays. They've got three world-class players who didn't start that game. In Benzema, can't say yeah. So you're not going to get a better chance. So you know, although we played well against France, probably the better team, probably deserved to get something out of the game. They've got a lot of injuries. You know, we're at our pomp, and we're like, you know, are we meant to be happy with that? We got to the quarter final of a World Cup, brilliant. We we had a shit group we beat. 
Yeah, yeah but I, we won, I, you know, we got through the group. We can't help. I mean, France is world champions. Yeah, they've got injuries. The team's not bad still. Let's be honest. It like, is, though, Jim, but it is ultimately still the first time we've played someone decent and we always come unstuck. This is the issue with knockout tournaments, isn't it? Knockout tournaments. You play these, you know, we played Croatia in the semi-finals last time. They got to another semi-final with the best midfield um, four in 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 the world at the minute and in, in the way that they're playing. And they it was the same midfield four that we, we got beat by in Croatia at, at the at the last World Cup. So I get it. And say we as soon as we play anyone, we get beat. But we play people that's that's knockout football. That's the unfortunate of it, isn't it? You hope you get the decent decent draws to get to the finals or whatnot. I just think we've we've massively underachieved with this with this squad and this manager. I, agree. I, 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 I don't agree I don't understand the narrative of it's. There's always a hard luck story with England. Do you know what I mean? It's all and and who's your man in charge of the FA? Begins with is it Mark? I don't know what's his name. Bellingham, but not Bellingham. Anyway, not not Jude. We'll come to him in a minute. He basically came out and was full of praise for Southgate and the lads. And look, don't get me wrong, you know, there was some good stuff, but ultimately it's a failure. England should be getting past the quarterfinal. It doesn't matter that we've now got a nice <laughs> set of lads that the country's rooting behind. Ultimately, sure. England should be doing better. They should. Yeah, it's like, how yeah. can you come out and say, like, we've done well? It's a massive. So, like, if Jürgen Klopp gets to the uh, quarterfinal of the FA Cup this year, the, the owners come out and go, oh, look, he's done brilliant. He's got the quarterfinal of the FA Cup. Thanks, Jürgen. Here's a new yeah. contract. It's yeah. a failure. You can't reward failure. England's target should have been to at least get the final of the World Cup, especially with the draw we had and the run what we had to the final. At what point does it sit on the lads, though? Like, at the minute, Southgate's getting pelters, which is fine. I get it. Jimmy, I don't think he's getting pelters. That's what's frustrating. He's getting plaudits. Okay. Compare it to Brazil, Jim. Compare it to Brazil. Their manager got the bullet or left straight away. No, he quit. He quit, didn't he? Mm. Like, that was his decision. But he's old as shit, lad. He's fucking... You see him try and do that pigeon deck uh, dance. His neck <laughs> nearly fell off. But my thing is, is like, at what point did some of these lads have to go? I'm not doing everything I could be. I, you know, they, there's some of it. Lit sometimes has to fall on the players. So on point. the players, well, on that, on that, on the players, right? So um, standouts. Tank, who are, who are your obvious standouts? And and then I want to come to a conversation around Harry Kane. Um, so who are your, your main standouts for England? Who do you think did cover themselves in glory? Obviously, the obvious one's Bellingham. Isn't he? You know, we, the kid's a fucking... He, he's a freak for his age and he's just... I don't think... It, you know, everyone was going on about like when Gerard burst onto the scene and that, but this lad seems to have more... Yeah, I said that. I'm hastened to say that. I watch him and you just think, you know, he's fucking, he's closing down the left back and then he's tackling an England's left back spot and he's breaking play up. And I just think he's the fucking, he's the real deal. Uh, Declan Rice, I thought, was outstanding. He does a lot of the ugly stuff, what no one wants to do, and he does it and he allows the like of Bellingham to do his stuff. Saka was brilliant. I thought Kyle Walker as well. You know, I think he goes unnoticed. He comes in and he's just like, Bar one run, he did he did do well against Mbappe, didn't he? Yeah, but Mbappe can do that to anyone. He's a fucking freak yeah. Mbappe, and you are talking about fucking next level. Him, he's a he's a. And I think I think you've got to give a special mention to Harry, Harry. Maguire. Yes, yeah. get in. I, I do because <laughs> Mate, he was class. I don't him. care what anyone said. He was class. I'm not having. Yeah, it. no. Listen, I was vocal, and I still don't think he should have went to World Cup. I think you've got to no, be playing in your club size. But let's give the lad some credit. You know, he cost. He, he was a. F- 
was it him who did the same for the Giroud goal? Now, I I don't think that you can defend that cross. I think the delivery yeah, in the box. I think that's well. Sometimes you've got to go. Fuck all I can do about that. He's he followed the man. He's engaged the man. He's come off his shoulder. I do think he deserves a special mention because fair play to the lad. The, the pressure what he must have been under was fucking immense, and he's performed well. Yeah, I I have to agree. Uh, Jim, who in the same breath, and you were dying to jump in there and say... I thought he wasn't going to say Harry Maguire. But uh, (laughs) just make sure Fred Flunk's listening when Tank's saying Bellingham's better than Gerrard at this age, because I said exactly the same. You got a bit of stick for that. Got a bit of stick for that, mate. I never said he's better than Gerard. I said you've got to look and think that his overall package looks better than I'm not saying he's better than him. I'm saying at 19, Bellingham's got more than what Gerrard had at 19. Not saying he'll be better than Gerard in any way, shape, or form. I'm just saying at 19, Bellingham's done more and is better than Gerard was at 19. Gerard didn't make his debut until games like that on the world stage. I'll be honest yeah, with you. I, he, he, I do no, think Jim is right there. To be but he's, he's actually joke. dominating games on his own. And you're like, do you know the most telling thing for me is that there was a couple of moments where the camera panned in and Bellingham was telling the other senior pros, what to do. And they, and it wasn't just like, oh yeah, you know, when you've got like, sometimes when Hendo's mouthing off and you can see the players like, oh, just give me a minute. Like, you know, it was like, they were all totally engaged and following his orders to, to command that level. You know better than anyone, Tank. Footballers can spot a spoofer a mile off. For oh, them yeah. to be as bought into what he's selling as they were, that tells you everything about Jude Bellingham. Just off him, Jamie, did you see the uh, the Birmingham City lad who played in the, the foreign boy? Is, is, I've seen watched a little bit of clip of an interview he was doing. No, I can't think of his name now. He played with Bellingham at uh, Birmingham City when he was coming through in, in midfield. He said, we'd all heard about this kid, like, was meant to be fucking unbelievable. Um, he said, but we also heard a couple of things. Like, he trained with us in and out now, and then he said, but then he was coming, like, regular with us when he was 15. He says, and we'd heard that he told the youth lads that they're not that good, the first team lads. I'm better than them. <laughs> And he says, so he says, honestly, he says, we were saying, smash this cheeky little cunt. Yeah. Smash him. He says, and we smashed him. He jumped up, got the ball back, bang, scored. And then he said, when we got the ball then, he'd smash us. And we were like, oh, this kid's fucking real. (laughs) Yeah. It was like that Rooney interview. That Rooney one, yeah. I didn't like that, to be fair, from Rooney. I didn't didn't like that because you can't be going calling senior pro. But I think by the sounds of it, he's mates with them, any lag. And we. But like it's course, just the word shit. He doesn't need to use the word no. shit. He's just like, nah, I was like, surprised. Oh, I went in the knees of shit. Like, fucking hell. Like, yeah. Alan Stubbs is going, fuck me. Like, I bet if you, unless he, and Big Dunk, he called Big Dunk shit. And Kev Campbell. Mate, you'll be getting fucking shit. You know, he no, could actually, he, he, he specifies Duncan Stubbs, doesn't he? It's like, yeah. I, he'd be like you hiding out in his cabin because Big Dunk will be yeah, waiting for him when he comes Dunk up. Uh, lads, one thing I want to touch on is the standards of the referees. Um, it's been a couple of games. So your man who did the Argentina-Holland game has been sent home, I believe, with his bags are packed, he's gone, because he was dishing out cards like they were yeah. sweet. Like, it was absolutely ridiculous. Mate, the lad who... Go on, Jim. P.S. Sorry, I was just going to say, I saw someone had a bet in that game for, like, three players to be booked. And every other player was booked to the game except Apart for from three, three players. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you How's your look? There's literally, I think, like 19 bookings. And the, them three lads are the ones that just didn't get booked. <laughs> but so on that, because the referee and the... I actually really enjoyed the, the Holland-Argentina game. 
And one thing that's kind of come up is there's been uh, negative uh, viewpoint thrown towards football and the reactions from some of the Argentina players at the end. I don't know about you, Tank, but I loved every bit of the snide that was in that game. That's what you want. This is elite sport. The stakes couldn't be higher. You've got the... And, and one thing I have noticed, like I'm not a big fan of international football, but if you compare... Because I think the standard might get pelters for this. I think the standard in the latter stages of the Champions League far eclipses what you're seeing in, uh, in the World Cup. But there seems to be a lot more emotion for the players when they're playing in the World Cup because it just hits different. That's what you want to see, isn't it? A bit of needle and, and, and people in each other's faces and whatever. Yeah, it's brilliant. You know, there was a lot of needle in that Argentina-Dutch game. A lot, on you know, during the play. So what's wrong with, like, giving a little fuck you, Sam, when you've gone through in penalties? It's like, so what? Just get over it. I've seen a load of fucking uh, people upset over Mbappé when Kane missed the pen. Have you seen where he's laughing and laughing. pulling that face? It did, it did annoy me when I see it. Oh, to be honest. I'm all right giving now. It a proper like, like that. Pissing himself, like pure yeah, pissing himself. So, you know, what did he want <laughs> to do? Was go over and say sorry about the Harry? You know, you, you, I wish you would have put that in. Fuck off. Yeah. You want yeah, a bit just... of needle? I've loved this World Cup, by the way, because it, it has had a bit of everything. Uh, you know, the it's had a bit of the fucking needle, the throwback to 1980s football with the uh, with Van Gaal and everything. It's been brilliant. Yeah. It has, yeah. I, I was the saying, I moaned massively about international football. I moaned. I still don't think it's a great time to have a tournament. Don't get me wrong, no. but uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've enjoyed. The benefited from it though. I, they were saying it on the radio that in what because way? all the players are fresh, the footballs look better. That's why we've had like so many late winners and like you know mad. You're not talking European players have seemed a bit leggy, Jim. Not to me, mate. No, I think. No? Don't forget. So this is. The heat and humidity over there is not great, is it? You know, for European players, we're just not used to it. But that's why so many African teams have done so well, is that like the heat and the humidity is is right up their street. And apparently the dryness out there, so the dryness of the pitches suited them better than, than it has to, to the European football. But like, I think it's it about dryness, son. Mate, there you go, lad. <laughs> but the uh but like like I said, um I think I think because it's in I'm not I wouldn't advocate it to be in the winter every time, but one I've been able to watch every game throughout the day. <laughs> you know, it's been at great times. It's and uh, you know I've I've fully thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, so who wins it uh, before we finish off? I hope not Christmas or Morocco. You don't that's, want them to win. The it. No, I think they're boring, the and they're on the radio the other day. They're going like, oh, you know. Morocco had 20% possession against Portugal or 25% possession, like one shot on I target. Love I love watching I know, I, them. I get it. I do get it. And I know you've got a backs against the wall story, but I'd rather two teams having a go at each other. Like do England, you know, France. That's for me. I can... Little one-twos when they, get, when they break and the fucking the counter-attack. Yeah, but they do need one, you know, I, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It is good. I but think I'd rather see an England fan, you know, win. back and forth, everyone having a good go at it, rather than Morocco sitting in, Croatia sitting in, the other team attacking. Um, and, you know, it's just, I, I would rather a France or an Argentina win it, having a good go, rather than the Morocco-Croatia. I, I the think... first time, Jamie, that he's ever put a fucking team to his name. Who's that? Him. We don't lose yeah, the ball. So now we know we've got, we've got yeah. France. We've narrowed there it down. We French or Argentina. <laughs> it's only took yeah. a year. What about you, yeah. Tank? 
Morocco, Croatia final. Croatia. Morocco. 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 Sorry. Morocco. I have them in the morning. You know, that to give you a little buzz, a little yeah, boring nice glass of Morocco. That's yeah, called a wine glass Jimmy. of Morocco. <laughs> so who are you going with, Tank? I honestly think that Morocco are going to be uh, going to get to the final. I think they'll get to the final. I do. I just think they're playing France and like, you know, this is going back to the England thing. I don't think this is a great, great France side. I think, you know, like they have got lots of major injuries and I just think these will fucking absorb it. There's the, uh, the two centre-halves for France uh, are out. Oh, well, Upper Meccano's an accident waiting to happen. I, 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 and I'm not this, oh, and Varane, the both of them have mistraining. They're saying that Varane might be going home. Really? So, well, you know, to be honest, Canate's a fucking monster. He, should he is, he is. Them anyway. but that's, that's a plus. But I just, I don't know. I think that this Morocco will be France at him. And Croatia, fucking hell. They've got good players. When you look they at them, they, they, they are a good so side. Well. The, the Modric thing, like, and it gets it gets done to death. But in my opinion, rightly so. Like, the guy's fucking... Scary, like, he's old, like you know what I mean. He's he's old, and he's just he's, he's just running the game, mate. He's so he's better now than when he won the Ballon d'Or. His numbers are better now than when he won the Ballon d'Or. Really, he's a joke, mate. And like I, obviously, three it's been great. Mate. Three in midfield for them, fucking yeah. hell. Yeah, they're, they're I can't really say his name. The lad who plays for Inter Milan is it? Brozovic. Have you seen his stats? He's just yeah, got his own stats for the last game. He's run like fucking 17... He did, he did 15k or something like that. Like 16.3k run the last yeah. game and he broke his and own Mbappe's most. Mbappe's most was 7k. Mbappe <laughs> just, just don't let him run, but Brozovic has done 15k one game. 16.3, Jimmy. I've read it this morning. Sorry, mate. Yeah. broke his own record. Jesus, yeah, but with Mbappe though, you're probably just it's like oh, when no, you play you video leave, games, you play video yeah. games and you want like the power to get the power bar to go up. It's like, right, okay, sprint yeah. again. It's like, oh, his power bar goes down again, so you let him off. Um, uh, lads, I want to finish on Christmas traditions, right? Uh, because obviously now we're coming into the festive season. Um, do you are you still doing Elf on the Shelf in your gas no. tank? You're you're well, well, sure of that stuff, are you? That. Or, or are you doing it? Oh, well, yeah, no, Frankie. We, yeah. I mean, he's not being great, but he had this little bastard's appearing all around the house, yeah. I'm on about I, the elf, not Frankie. Yeah, I was going to say, you. I could, can't imagine you doing that. Is that Sharon's job? <coughs> I'm, mate, I'm not putting a fucking elf anywhere. It's just a little fucking dickhead doll. So that's not my job. <laughs> can't do it. A little dickhead doll. <laughs> yeah, can't do it. That's how, about it, you, that's how your family describe you. <laughs> what about you, say, say he's naughty there. <laughs> See, my, my take on Christmas is like I I used to get a little bit upset over that that fucking Father Christmas took all the credit and it's like you know it's not right this the cunt's yeah, not even real mean. and it does affect me <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> this is a deep rooted uh, dislike for a while. <laughs> Santa Claus. Headline: Santa Claus bummed tanking in <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. Christmas. <laughs> what about you, Jib? Are you? Uh, I'd say you get mad into the Elf on the Shelf. Yeah. You like we do Elf on the Shelf. We don't get mad into it. He's come um, dressed. Yeah, that's it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come straight uh, to the grotto. Because <laughs> I just, I we've we've run out of things to do, so we're like scratching around. So we're into rec we're recycling because obviously Archie's eight and and Ralph's three. So Archie's just getting he's not really that fussed about it. Um, but ours we try we try and do quite naughty like do some naughty stuff. So last night I think what about the of, elves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, uh, a blue for the dance. We've got two elves. We have <laughs> uh, one of them was in the Hoover. So oh, I haven't done that one. 
Yeah, get him in there. So, so one wants. of our listeners sent something in which I thought was brilliant. He was sick of sorting the fucking elves. So he said that he uh, his elves got COVID and they disappeared yeah. for five days. <laughs> so uh, five days, yeah. uh, five days of no elves. So that was uh, that was a good one. Now the next one, lads. Christmas movies. Oh. Christmas movies. Yeah. Top, t- top, top five Christmas movies. Oof. Five. Yeah, Christmas. You, that's all you do is watch. I'll movies, go first no? if you want a little thing. On, tank. I re- can reel them off. I one, can bash these out. Number one, top of the tree, cannot be beaten. Muppets Christmas Carol, so good, lad. When you know what? When that big Muppet, I you think, know, the big... I, I don't even think I've seen it. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, surely what Home Alone doing? is number one. Yeah, surely Home, home Alone. Right? Home Alone two is is up there. You've got Sad, you've got the got the little frog who dies, fucking Kermit's lad. You've got one controversial with your first one there. And then you're saying that Home Alone 2. The songs are unbelievable. Songs are unbelievable on it. So good. Um, so you've got Muppets Christmas Carol number one. You've got um Home Alone 2, not Home Alone 1, Home Alone 2. Not having that either. What you think one's, one's better, better than two? Way better, way well, better. better. When he's attacking Hank and Marv for, for the nah. first well, time, Hank and Marv the fucking... in the second one, you mongers. I know, well. but it's well, not he's... as good with that iron in his good. face it's and the fucking bowling ball. Oh, and he's sliding around in New York, lad, having the time of his life. He's got his fucking like little Walkman thing, busting off. It's quality. But the classic lines of you know, I'm gonna give you to the count of ten to get yeah. you no good. <laughs> yeah, like keep off of my no property good. before I pump your guts full of lead. So you got you got Elf on the uh, got Elf on the shelf. Fucking Home Alone two. Yeah. Got Elf. Yeah. Can't be Elf. Can't be Elf. And then my four favorite, and it makes me cry, is oh. uh, Rise of the Guardians. Right. Never so this is that. a film. Is that a Christmas movie. What yeah, yeah. It's got, well, it's on. It's, it's, you know, it's he's Jack Frost. Weird, Jamie. Poor he's Jack what is, what Frost. What's going on here? Poor Jack Frost. Right, no one believes in him. <laughs> Everyone believes in Santa Claus. They believe <laughs> in fucking Easter Bunny. They believe in fucking Two Fairy and pure fucking pure Jack. Poor Jack Frost. He's getting well upset because no one believes him. He starts disappearing. But he's the one who saves the day, good old Jackie Frost boy. <laughs> Unbelievable film. Cry, you know. Do you know how Jack Frost died? Saving his sister in a lake. So, yeah, yeah. tears are going. I'm like, oh. Archie's like, what the fuck's up with you? I'm like, oh, fucking Jack Frost. It's <laughs> quality. Love right, it. Number five. And then, number five. Uh, oof, what am I going? Number five. Um, die Hard. It's not a Christmas movie, though. It is. It's been classed as it. It's been classed as a Christmas film. I, to be fair, I don't believe that. I put that in this controversy. I don't believe that. So okay. uh, I'll choose again number five. Um... Oh, Arthur Christmas. What yeah, a film, yeah, mate. That's yeah, a good one. Arthur good one. Christmas, underrated. He's a little mong kid. Santa doesn't like him. His brother's a dick. Uh, like, no one. He's just, what is he? He's in the letter writing department. And then he goes and fucking saves that little kid's Christmas. What yeah, a guy. I'll give it up. You, you redeemed yourself there. Tank, uh, where do you sit on this? Um, Home Alone. Number one, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Not a shadow of a doubt. Home yeah. Alone 2 doesn't even exist. Uh, what? Oh, my God. Now, that's controversial. Scrooge. 
mate. I like that. It scares yeah, me though. Scrooge. Yeah, it has got a bit. Yeah, I, I agree. Dark. With you. It's proper dark. And Elf. Yeah. They're the only three I'd watch. Do you know? Do you, do you know what? Solid list. To be fair, I'm going to add is. in. This is me being metrosexual now. The holiday. The holiday is a fucking oh, great it's movie. It's a great the only reason I like that is people say I look like Jude Law. I knew it? that was coming, yeah. When you say people, it's me. I've said that yeah. to you, Jim. No one else has said it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you, you always forget the ending, but you say you look like Jude Law after he'd been burnt. Mr. Napkinhead. You're fucking Mr. Napkinhead, you lad. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a bit of good news on the... Uh, on the... kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be like Jack Frost. You, we we love you, lad. Mate, Jack Frost. Everyone watch Rise of the Guardians. I promise you, you won't be upset. Jimmy, I mean, you uh, will be upset. Movies but... in there, what you can't have. Yeah, some, Rise of the Guardians. Ones. It's not a Christmas Mate, try movie. Try it. I promise. Watch it with Frankie. I bet you bawl your eyes out. Yeah. I, I, are you a crier at movies, Tank? I'd say the you, only film you've... I've ever cried at, is you, and it's probably you might never even seen it. Have you ever seen the film called The Champ? Oh, is that um, Danny oh. Danny Boy? Where he's saying, wake up, champ. At the, oh, I could cry yeah. now to that. Really? Yeah. It's still That's like, I, I literally can't watch that because I'm like proper sobbing, like heartbroken. <laughs> wake like, up, champ. Fun. Don't die, champ. I'm oh, going here. It's one of the old juice, right? Okay. We're, uh, on that note, oh, and by the way, anyone that's uh, interested in. You need to give the... us your top five, lad. Well, you just said them all. The holiday, no, the holiday no. was the only one that I bring to the table. Holiday, Home Alone. Do you know what's very good? Christmas Chronicles. I don't know if you've seen Christmas Chronicles. Excellent. Yeah. Um, no one going Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Such I don't think so. I think it's a bit oh, old school. Matilda though. in it. Fucking Matilda and Matilda R- is not... Richard. At- yeah, Matilda's a little kid, isn't she? Oh, I thought you meant you were putting. It's a mum knocked up for Christmas. Nice one, kid. Uh, yeah, home alone. What else? Um, nice one, kid. <laughs> Santa Claus, the Santa Claus. Yeah, you've you had know. yours. You've had Tim yours. Allen. Mate, I'm helping you out. Tim well, Allen. I know, but you just said throwing mad shouts out now. Uh, uh, who else have we got? Yeah, home alone. The holiday. Arthur Christmas. Such a good Christmas Chronicles. And you know what? I'm not even. It's not even a movie, but you just got to put it on anyway. The uh, Gavin and Stacey Christmas special. Gavin and Stacey Christmas specials are, are fucking brilliant. Have you ever seen the episode where he he's like Gavin? They start fucking singing. Start rapping, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's fucking American crazy. boy in it. Uh, no, they do. Uh, what's that song? Um, at Christmas time. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, what's the name of the song, Jim? Come on. Um, uh, feed the world. Feed the world. Oh, Do that. That's no, the greatest Christmas, Christmas song. Is, that's the best Christmas song as well. It's not. It's it not. Is. Don't say that. Don't say that. No, it's it not. is though. The Pogues is the best Christmas song ever. Do you know my mate is dating one of the Pogues daughters? There's a random. I was gonna one say point. he's dating one of the Pogues. I hope he's not in with no teeth, lads. <laughs> <laughs> right, lads. Uh, with that, uh, pleasure as always. Tank. I hope everybody in the house gets well soon, mate. Cheers, Keep your chin up. Um, and uh, Jimbo. You're looking great. Never never Cheers, mind what lad. we say about your at, lad. You like look great. Burnt fucking you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> with that, uh, that's the end of the Boot Room podcast. Uh, as always, make sure you share this with your friends, like the video, send us your comments, all that good stuff. Uh, but most importantly, have a great week, and we'll be back with you again next week on the Boot Room podcast. All the best. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Cheers, lads. <laughs>